Hello and welcome everyone as we continue our series on encountering God in the wilderness. My name's Janet Preshaw and I'm a reader based in Church Wigan's North West Parish. Our scripture for today's reflection, which I will read for you now from the New Revised Standard Version, is from Paul's letter to the Romans, chapter 5, verses 12 to 21. Therefore, just as sin entered the world through one man, and death through sin, and in this way death came to all people, because all sinned. To be sure, sin was in the world before the law was given, but sin is not charged against anyone's account where there is no law. Nevertheless, death reigned from the time of Adam to the time of Moses, even over those who did not sin by breaking a command, as did Adam, who was a pattern of the one to come. But the gift is not like the trespass, for if the many died by the trespass of the one man, how much more did God's grace and the gift that came by the grace of the one man, Jesus Christ, overflow to the many. Nor can the gift of God be compared with the result of one man's sin. The judgment followed one sin and brought condemnation, but the gift followed many trespasses and brought justification. For if by the trespass of the one man, death reigned through that one man, how much more will those who receive God's abundant provision of grace and the gift of righteousness reign in life through the one man, Jesus Christ? Consequently, just as one trespass resulted in condemnation for all people, so also one righteous act resulted in justification and life for all people. For just as through the disobedience of the one man, the many were made sinners. So also through the obedience of the one man, the many will be made righteous. The law was brought in so that the trespass might increase. But where sin increased, grace increased all the more, so that just as sin reigned in death, so also grace might reign through righteousness to bring eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Sin isn't a popular word or even concept these days. Where the popular feeling is, it's okay, anything goes. And where it's all about you and doing what's right for you. To many people, to sin simply means cheating on Weight Watchers. But as St Paul makes clear today, if, in his typically complicated way, where God is concerned, sin is serious stuff, deadly serious. The way Paul gets his message across is a clever comparison and contrast between Adam and Jesus. And in every way we see Christ far surpasses Adam. From the moment Adam, and Eve of course, listens to the devil's lying temptation and disobeyed God eating the forbidden fruit, sin entered the world and with it its consequences, separation and alienation from our holy God, condemnation and death. In this passage, Adam represents not just himself, but the whole of humanity, including us. Like Adam before us, we all sin. However good we try to be, or try to fool ourselves, deep down we know that we are sinful. It's as inbuilt in us as crying is to a baby. And in talking about the law, Paul just explains how sin increased, simply because now the commandments given, there were laws to break 
and we understood what sin was and what we were doing. We know what we're doing and what we shouldn't be doing. And in Lent, more than at any other time, I suspect we feel our sinfulness. And if we're not careful, we can get very down on ourselves, bogged down with feelings of guilt, shame, regret, unworthiness, even despair. And we can shy away from God, fearful of his anger, of what he'll do to us. We feel helpless against the power of sin. Do you feel any of that? Then don't, because God sent us help. In an amazing act of overwhelming grace, God sent us a gift through his son, Jesus Christ, God incarnate, who came to earth and was born as one of us, a human being, and you, Adam. Jesus, our Lord, despite facing the devil's temptations himself, did what neither we nor Adam could ever do. He lived a life of perfect obedience to God and then offering that life to God, he willingly took all our sins upon himself, upon the cross, paying the consequence of our sin, dying the death we should have died, enduring the horror of separation from God his Father so that we, receiving the free gifts of justification and righteousness through our faith in him and his sacrifice for us, would never have to. Then he rose from the dead, sin and death defeated, trampled beneath his nail-pierced feet. Just think about that for a moment. Let the joy of it sink in so deep. Roman nails didn't hold Jesus to his cross, loved it. If you had been the only person in this world who needed saving, Jesus, knowing everything that you have done, everything that you are doing now, and everything that you will do, would still give his life to save you. That's how precious you are to him to God. You are loved, accepted and forgiven. Let go of the guilt. You have nothing to fear from God. Come to him. Through your faith in Jesus, you have forgiveness for your sin. You are put right with God and the way to him and to eternal life is opened for you. What a gift. What amazing grace. Just listen to Paul's words from Romans 8, 38-39. For I am convinced that neither death nor life, nor angels nor rulers, nor things present nor things to come, nor powers, nor height, nor depth, and can I add to that, nor sin, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus our Lord. Just reflect on the wonder of that today. Maybe you would like to add something yourself. Nor sickness, nor loneliness, nor grief. Whatever is most troubling you today. As we end by saying the Lord's Prayer together, 
let's say every word mindfully, especially focusing on and asking God not to lead us into temptation. And if we feel sinned against, remembering that God asks us to forgive others as he forgives us. So please say the Lord's Prayer with me in whichever version you prefer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us and lead us not into temptation but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Thank you for sharing this time with me in church with me. And the Lord be with you and those you love, wherever you go and whatever you do, this day and always. Amen. <laughs>